Hello, and welcome to the Veridical Podcast. I'm Jack Cesare. Alright, this is the genesis of the project I am calling Veridical. This is going to be an op-ed and book review podcast, and I want us to examine a lot of the literature that I've deemed overlooked by society. I believe there's a lot of lessons here that we can extrapolate and apply to our everyday lives that we can see a tangible and significant increase in our intelligence and social awareness. So, some bullet points here I wanted to hit on this episode. I wanted to talk just very briefly a little bit about me, because I will be hosting as I see it every episode. I wanted to talk about literature and the importance of reading. I want to talk about the value of nuanced conversation and the famine of conclusions around those nuanced conversations. And I will end by discussing the future of the podcast. All right, a little bit about me. Well, nothing special. I am a 22-year-old man living in Dallas, Texas. I have a bachelor's in theology from Dallas Baptist University. And I'm currently waiting to hear back from grad schools. I am accepted into Dallas Baptist for their Master's in Divinity. I am still waiting to hear back from University of Chicago for their Master's in Philosophy of Religion and Dallas Theological Seminary for their Master's in Theology. And that's about it. My hobbies are reading, and my love for reading is what truly gave birth to this podcast. I just felt like I had an abundance of opinions that I wanted to share about a lot of the literature I was reading, and I needed a platform to voice it on. Of course, no one wants to just sit around and listen to some 22-year-old share what he thinks about certain ideas. So the general structure of each episode will be around 30 minutes of an objective, neutral, bird's-eye view of the topic and book. And the last 20 to 30 minutes will be my opinion and uh, my take of the book. That way you get a balance of an objective view and what I believe should be extrapolated from that piece of literature. I uh, currently work as a barista at my church, I have a huge love for coffee, and I run a recreational coffee Instagram page. And that's enough about me. I want to get to some of the topics here, because I do believe they are important. Alright, the value of literature and the importance of reading. We are in a different time, where less and less books are being read and more and more crazy books are being written. I do not believe our species is nearing the end of coming up with new ideas that are useful, but we are certainly at the point where it looks like we're scraping the bottom of the bucket for good ideas. And I really hope this podcast can be the gateway to uncovering a lot of good ideas that can be hidden in older literature and a lot of the overlooked books of today. When you pick up the hobby of reading, and you read with a good intention, you will notice a tangible result in your conversations. You will be able to contribute effectively to a lot of the more severe conversations that people often shudder away from having. You will notice your intelligence on subjects, even if you just read one book about it, will automatically surpass almost everyone in a room, unless there is, of course, an expert in that field. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme in a metaphor comparing to your intelligence. 
this will take work because you can't just merely read. You have to truly absorb the words and ideas that are coming from the books. I encourage all of y'all now to recall either a time when you or someone you knew was the center of what's known as the Dunning-Kruger effect. The Dunning-Kruger effect is essentially someone who is speaking the most on a topic knows the least on the topic. So no doubt this is famous at your Thanksgiving dinners and your Christmas dinners. And when you're in a social setting, someone will begin spewing out just completely incorrect facts. And you know they know nothing on the subject. And what they're doing is effectively barring themselves from being invited back to the conversation. They have a preconceived notion on the subject, but as far as true tangible knowledge on it, well, there's a famine there. But when you read with intention and you read to learn, well, this is almost the greatest vaccine to that social disease that we could ever hope for. So I encourage all of y'all, please examine your days, examine your wake up and go to bedtimes and try to fit in reading. Find a book that you find exciting and truly exciting and read it. And don't just glare at the pages, absorb the words, truly absorb the ideas and commit to it, right? right? Finish it cover to cover. Right? Many people say that they read plenty of books, yet they read four out of the 10 chapters in it and then put it on their bookshelf and claim to have read it. Well, you're not just lying to others, but you're lying to yourself and you're putting yourself at a major disadvantage, right? Intelligence comes at a cost and really the only cost is time. And though we feel like we're in the most rushed society ever, I think we have more free time than we truly tell ourselves we have. So I'll say it again. Examine your screen time. Examine your nap time. And examine your downtime. And please, find the time to read. It's there. And reap the benefits of it. We are putting ourselves at a disadvantage and practically shooting ourselves in the foot when we want to have nuanced and valuable conversations, yet go in unarmed. It is like we're bringing a knife to a gunfight, willingly, when we don't read. And if you haven't convinced yourself of the value of reading, yet you choose to delight in this podcast, well, my only hope is you can learn something from this. And hopefully along the way, you can gain that motivation. All right, on to the next topic. The value of nuanced conversation and the dire need for conclusions. So, we've all heard people talking about the value of nuanced conversations and how they love to have them. However, I think there's a problem here. I think saying we need more nuanced conversations is a half-truth. I think the full sentence should be, well, we need to make space for nuanced conversations 
and truly seek conclusions from them. Right? Agreeing to disagree on valuable topics is not only lazy, but it's a cop-out. And it can leave people in serious danger and harm, especially on the more major topics being discussed in a society at large. Right, so let me give you examples of some things that you can't just agree to disagree on. Right, we, we don't get to agree to disagree on slavery, or genocide, or eugenics. Right, these are things that we have reached our objective conclusion on. And if we've been able to identify there's an objective conclusion of, well, these things simply should not be allowed, well, what is stopping us from saying there's an objective conclusion on subjects that have yet to reveal that conclusion? As I said earlier, I think we do live in a world with an objective reality and an objective truth. And every question has a true objective answer. Obviously, there are things opinionated like what is the best ice cream and what is your favorite color? Well, those are truly your domain. But as far as questions that extend outside of the individual, even if we don't currently know the answer, there is an objective answer out there. And of course, nuanced conversation is the gateway to this. But if we don't seek to end that conversation, we are wasting our time. Now, of course, the answer doesn't have to be found out in that conversation. Hell, it might not even be found out in your lifetime. But if you leave a conversation unstimulated and without considering what the other side has to offer, then that is one of the most intelligently masochistic things we can do, is to live this facade of being open-minded. Sam Harris, who is one of my greatest influencers, discusses the type of composure we should have in conversations. He says whenever he encounters someone who can change his mind, and, and, and it truly change it, well, he gets excited. He doesn't get defensive. And of course, he holds his current views, but he is completely dropping his defenses to having his mind changed. This is what happens when we value reality over our own pride and our own beliefs. And you may want something to be true, whether it be your religion or your political ideology or the way you should raise your kids. But if that is what you're loyal to, rather than the reality of that situation, you're living life with both your arms tied behind your back. Now, this doesn't mean your mind has to be malleable, but it should be malleable to reality. And if you encounter someone who says, nothing can change my mind, well then, the conversation is over, right? You are wasting your time. And that's just a loss that we have to accept. And if you are that person saying, nothing can change my mind, well, evaluate that. What convinced you of that topic in the first place? And why was your own interpretation of information in that moment 
different than it need to be in the current moment. And if we are to be the intelligent phoenix that arises out of the ashes of a dumbed-down society, it will start with first reading, but then changing our composure in nuanced conversation. And I can feel myself getting passionate about this topic, and I wanted to keep this episode brief, and so that is what we will do. Now I'm going to discuss the future of the podcast. I will have our first book picked soon. I'm still deciding on that. Of course, I want it to be something entertaining, but also very important. And that episode will have birth soon. I think, of course, the book should be simple and easy to understand. And I also wanted to make it one of the theological reads that I have consumed. I think before we get into the more precise and and eccentric topics, we should cover a simple read for the first and second episode. All right, that will do it for the first episode. I mean, this is just an intro. No telling how the audio will sound on this. I am trying my best here. (laughs) I um, have some pretty good equipment, but I am kind of learning by myself. I have some good friends helping me along the way, but most of the time I'm winging it here. So if the audio is really not soothing to your ear, just take my word for it that I will notice it and fix it for the next episode. And that will do it for the first episode of Veridical. I appreciate you embarking on this journey with me, and I hope we can all learn a thing or two. Until next time, goodbye.